Hey guys and welcome back to the Football Edge pod. I know it has been a while, but there is some exciting football news that I thought we should share. Uh, the transfer window, as we know, has wrapped up in most leagues around the world, mostly in Europe. In Europe, um, But there's still many transfers that are going through in other leagues around the world as we know however i thought i'd just touch on some of the recent ones that were really really interesting to me first one is um thomas party going to arsenal um they obviously secured some last minute business um they sent lucas to, to atletico madrid on loan and the, and then arsenal paid the 45 million release clause in terms of party himself he won the europa league and the super cup during his five years in Spain, and he made 132 appearances with 12 goals. Uh, another surprising one was Arturo Vidal for Inter Milan. He signed for Inter Milan from Barcelona for 1 million euros. Yes, you heard that correctly. 1 million euros. He's coming back to the Serie A, as we know, he played for Juventus, where he picked up four Serie A titles and a Coppa Italia. Um, he spent four years there, made over 100 appearances. Previously from Barca, he was at Bayern Munich. He's had a pretty lustrous career in terms of teams he's played for, from Bar, from Barca to Bayern to Juventus to Inter Milan. Uh, obviously, Antonio Conte wants to bring him back. And to get someone back with experience like that for a fee of a million, a million euros is actually really good. I would take that every day of the week. And another player from Barca... Who has departed is uh, Luis Suarez, who has left for Atletico Madrid. He was going to go to Juventus, but it, uh, they, they cheated the Italian citizenship test, so he couldn't sign. Uh, I don't think it was his fault. It was the people that wrote the quiz, their fault for making it too easy. Um, for those that don't know, I love Suarez. Uh, still do. At Liverpool, I absolutely loved him. I had his jersey, his... Um, his football cards, when he left, I, I actually cried. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted him to go to Juventus because I I like Juventus as a club. But now he's joining um, cross-league cross rivals at Atletico Madrid on a free transfer as well. So, Barca aren't really getting much out of these players, but they're old. And I think they just want to dispose of their old players as soon as possible. He signed for Barca in 2014. He made 191 appearances, scored 147 goals. Very good ratio, that. That ratio is beautiful, which is one of the many reasons I thought, I think he's one of the best number nines we've ever seen in world football. Obviously, before this year when Lewandowski was killing it, um, apart from this year, I would have said Suarez is the best, but now that Lewandowski is killing it, it's obviously him. Um... So he won four La Liga trophies, four Copa del Reyes, a Champions League, and a Super Cup. And MSN is basically gone. It's just Messi now. Uh, because, yeah, well, everyone's saying, oh, Messi might not stay. But, yeah, Suarez and Neymar are gone. Still wait to see if Messi will leave, but I highly doubt it. It's actually, I actually very much, very much doubt it. Most people are, are going on with that. Oh, he's leaving, he's leaving. But I actually don't really think he... I actually don't think he's going to leave. But I think he's going to stay put. And most... It happens every two or three years. He'll um he'll stay. Sorry, he'll be speculated to leave. But he'll end up staying. And 
I actually think that that will come true this time around. I don't think he's going to leave. Uh, another big signing is Mario Goetze, who has joined PSV Eindhoven on a free. Uh, Goetze, as we know, he was a golden boy in the World Cup when Germany won, scoring the last-minute winner against Argentina. <coughs> he's spent his whole career in Germany, starting off at, uh, at Dortmund at his boyhood club and then at Bayern Munich and then going back to Dortmund, where he won five Bundesligas and a UEFA Super Club and a Club World Cup are some of the trophies that he won during his time in Germany. Uh, MLS wasn't an option for him, as he said. He said he wanted to play in the... Well, he didn't say he didn't want to play there, but he said the MLS wasn't an option, and now he's going to PSV. Now for you Greek fans out there, um, Limnios has signed for FC Cologne, a young lad who's only, um, he's only 22. He's played... For Balk for three years, where he had 76 appearances, five goals. He won a Greek Super League and two Greek Cups. And he signed a four-year deal with FC Cologne. So that sends a, another German, another Greek to the German League. Uh, another big one we have is Porto. They've gone on him a bit of a, a loan spree. Try, um, they've signed Marco Gruic and Felipe Anderson. So Marco Gruic from Liverpool... And Felipe Anderson from West Ham. Marco Gruic again goes out on loan. He played only eight games for. He's only played eight games for Liverpool. Uh, when we first signed him, I thought he'd, he'd be a great, a great signing, and he would constantly be be playing. But unfortunately, that hasn't been succumbed to, and he's back on loan again. He's spent two years on loan at Hertha Berlin. Came back, played. He played in the cup against Lincoln City. And then after that, they sent him back out on loan. Felipe Anderson, uh, probably West Ham's biggest signing over the past recent years after Dimitri Payet. But he's only played a minute in the Premier League campaign. And if the opportunity is going to come to play in Europe, you're going to take that opportunity, especially going coming from West Ham. And with that, that obviously he's going to go, go on loan and take that opportunity. And... Both of them will look to rekindle their career. Marco Gruwich is more getting it off to a start. He's been on loan at Cardiff, Red Star, Belgrade, Hertha Berlin during his time at Liverpool. And none of the... The, loan, the Hertha Berlin deal was okay. Like, he did play to a, a, sub, a decent standard. And uh, Felipe Anderson just wants to play football again. And what a better place to play than uh, Porto. Next up, we have pretty sad news for me. Adam Lafondra is leaving Sydney FC. He's got an... An offer from a Luke. They said it was a Luke, a lucrious club, and I'm like, oh, so what? Um, MLS, back to England maybe. But he's heading to India to go to Mumbai City, who was bought out by Manchester City. So obviously, it's the City Group. So it's obviously clear why he's going there. The loan deal. We'll see how the rest of his contract at the Sky Blues. So he's going to join on loan until his contract runs out. Then once his contract will run out, he'll probably be a free agent or he will just sign an extension. He won back-to-back A-League championships and he scored 39 times in 57 appearances, which is, again, another great stat. And Koraka says that he's going to be missed. Uh, another recent news is Musa Altamari. Uh, if you don't know, the Jordanian Messi for Abuel. Uh, he's left to go sign for Belgium. So best of luck to him. Um... Olympiagos actually wanted him, but they only offered about 500k, and 
a ball were like, nah, we don't want that. And then Belgium came in and offered 1.5, something like that. And they got him. Uh, and I thought the Champions League draw we could also review as well. As we know, the Champions League is back. And the Europa League is back. I thought we'd just go through every group, just make the predictions, what I think was going to happen. Most of the groups that I see here, the way that they've put the draws the way I think is going to end. So Group A, you've got Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, Red Bull Salzburg, Lokomotiv Moscow. So a bit of uh, German and Austrian tie. That's one. That one's going to be interesting. Uh, Bayern Atletico as well. Two sides that have won trophies, European trophies recently. Atletico Madrid obviously won the Europa League, as we mentioned previously, and Bayern Munich won the Champions League last year. They're looking to retain that. I think it's going to end the way it started. So Bayern will finish first, Atletico will finish second, Salzburg third, Lokomotiv Moscow fourth. In fact, I'm going to go much this much on a limb here, and I'm going to say Lokomotiv Moscow won't even pick up a win. They will get a draw, but they will not pick up a win. Mark my words here. You heard it first on the Football Edge pod. Next up, we've got Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, Internazionale, and Mönchengladbach. So this group is obviously in favour for Real Madrid to smash it. They do it, they do it every year. They always give Real Madrid an easy group so that they can get more money when they get further into the rounds. Uh, obviously, Real Madrid's going to finish first. Um, I don't think they're going to win all six. I think Inter Milan will put on a show and Inter Milan will actually beat them. in uh, Probably at San Siro. But... When it comes to the other two, Shakhtar Donetsk and Mönchengladbach, Gladbach, that's the battle for the Europa League spot, basically. Real Madrid and Inter, Inter Milan will be will be first and second. There's no doubt about that. But whoever finishes, basically whoever I think wins out of Shakhtar Donetsk and Mönchengladbach in the final fi- fixture that they have will finish third. So I think it's going to be Shakhtar Donetsk. Group C is the group that I'm probably going to pay most attention to, even though Liverpool is not in it. It's Porto, Man City, Olympiagos and Marseille. So Olympiagos obviously um, beat Omonia from Cyprus to get to the Champions League proper. Uh, in terms of this group, everyone is saying it's obviously an easy group for Man City. It, 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 could, it could be, but I do see them struggling against Porto in Olympiagos. Not biased at all, but Olympiagos have put on shows against English teams, although we did get knocked out by Wolves. If you did watch the game, you'll know that it was undeserved. Um, my friend actually said that he thinks Olympiagos will beat Man City at the Etihad, and I and I can go, I can go, I can vouch with that claim as well. When it comes to the group standings, however, I think it's going to be Manchester City going to finish first, Porto are going to finish third, Olympiagos are going to finish second, and Marseille are going to finish bottom. I still don't understand how Porto is in pot one and Barcelona is in pot two, but uh, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I, I just don't know. Don't know why, to be honest. Um, so Group D, Liverpool, Ajax, Atalanta, Michigan. So Michigan from Denmark, they're going to finish dead last. Pretty obvious there. Liverpool are going to finish first. I don't think we're going to smash it, but I think we're going to finish first. Uh, maybe get four wins, two losses. Uh, those two losses, one will beat to Ajax, one will beat to Atalanta because they're both killing it. Uh, Ajax will finish second and Atalanta will finish third, go to Europa League. Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar, Stade de Rennes. Rennes' first time in Europe. Uh, Sevilla, Chelsea, obviously, are going to come first and second. I think it's going to be that or Sevilla, Chelsea. Krasnodar will finish third and go to Europa League. Also, previously mentioned, Liverpool, uh, Shejan Shakiri has got COVID-19. So that's another Liverpool player that has gotten it and who's off the cards for the club. Uh, 
We wish him a safe recovery here at the Football Edge Pod, obviously. Same with Sadio Mane and Tiago Alcantara. Next, we got Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio, Club Bruges. There's always one group that's like the bogey group that no one's going to watch. And this is the group. Zenit and Dortmund, I think, are going to be close in terms of trying to finish in the spot. But I think Lazio is a club to, say, a club to watch out for. I think that it's actually going to be Dortmund, Lazio and Zenit. So Dortmund, Lazio and Club Rouge, and I think Zenit are going to finish bottom. The reason I say this is because I think the group is very close, and I think that because it's very close, there's going to be a lot of results. I don't think it's going to be like they're going to finish dead last, like Lokomotiv Moscow or like Mitterland. I think it's going to be close, and it's going to come down to the final final match later to determine whether or not they're going to make the Europa League third spot or finish bottom. Next, we've got Juventus, Barca, Dinamo Kiev, and Ferenc Varos. Sorry if I butchered that, but Fed- but basically that team's just gonna they're they're gonna come last. There's no 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 doubt about it. They're coming last, zero points. They did have a very cool uh, two legs when they played to get to Champions League for the first time from Hungary, but yeah, they're finishing bottom. Juventus and Barca, Messi versus Ronaldo, back at it again. Obviously, I think they rigged it so that they can get money again. Uh, I think Barca is going to finish first, Juventus is going to finish second, Dinamo Kiev third, and they're going to pull off a shock win against Juventus. Watch that. PSG, Man United, Leipzig, and Istanbul, Bazasic here. So Istanbul, Bazasic here will finish last, Leipzig third, United second, PSG first. Last time PSG, United, we had they had that comeback from United. Uh, not sure if it, they can pull it off again. I mean, it won't be as much because it's just going to be a group stage game. If they do pull it off, it will still be cool. But, yeah, so we got that. Next, we can talk about the UEFA Europa League draw. The one with the group stage. Uh, this one, obviously, we've got a lot more to talk about because there's a lot more groups. I think we'll just we'll try and blitz through this, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it's good to be back on the Football Edge pod, as we know. So, first, we've got Roma, Young Boys, CFR, Kluge, and CSKA, Sofia. So, again, it's going to finish the way it's, it is there. Roma are going to dominate this group. Um, and the young boys are going to finish second, Cluj third, Sofia fourth. I think Sofia will pick up two points. Arsenal, Rapid Vienna, Molde, Dundalk. Arsenal, another easy group. They're in Europa League, so expect that really. Uh, another easy group for them. And I think that it's going to be Arsenal, Rapid Vienna, Dundalk, and then Molde. So I don't think Molde are going to finish third. I think they're going to finish last. One of these clubs will pull off a shock result against Arsenal. But I don't think Arsenal will win all six. I think they're going to just lose one to one of these bogey teams. Next, we've got Leverkusen, Slavia, Praha, Hapoel, Beshiva, and Nice. Uh, I think the bottom, first and bottom team are going to finish the group. So Leverkusen and Nice. Uh, I think they're both going to perform on the day and they're going to deliver results. And they're going to finish first and second, respectively. Then Slavia Prague, and then Hapoel Beersheba. This group is actually good. So Group D, we've got Benfica, Stade Liège, Rangers, and Lech Poznan, who did beat Apollon in 5-0 in one of the earlier qualifying stages from Cyprus, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so this group I, is actually really close. I don't... Uh, there's three sides in there that obviously have a chance of going through. I think Lech Poznan are going to finish last. And Benfica are going to finish first. But it's just a battle of second between Steadley Age and Rangers. Both obviously good squads. Rangers have Stevie G as we know. But I think 
it's going to be Standard Liège. Sorry to CVG, but it's going to be Standard Liège. Next, we've got PSV, Balk, Granada and Ammonia. So, and I thought Ammonia would be like the team with the least amount of points for Europa League. Just because, you know, they're pretty irrelevant when it comes to Nicosia. <laughs> Sorry, Ammonia fans. Uh, but no, so this case, Sofia actually have the least. Um, obviously, it's good to see a Cypriot team in Europe. I just didn't want it to be Abuel's, big, Abuel's arch rival so that they can go on about it for the, for the next seven years. But this group, I don't think they're going to come out of. PSV, Balk, Granada. Obviously, PSV are going to top the group. And I think it's... So the way I said it is gonna, how it's going to end. PSV first, Balk second, Granada third. We're also making their debut. And Ammonia fourth. Group F, Napoli, Real Sociedad, AZ, Alkmaar and Rijeka. So the group's pretty cool. The top three is pretty nice. Rijeka is obviously going to finish bottom. With Napoli first, Real Sociedad second, and Alkma third. But I think it's going to be tough between Real Sociedad and AZ Alkma. I think both of those sides are going to try and find a win somewhere. And whoever, whoever wins out of those two against each other will go through. Group G is another cool group I like. It's got Braga, Leicester, Ike, and Zoya Luhansk. As much as I want to say Ike are going to progress the group... It isn't unlikely, but I don't see it happening. I would love for it to happen, but I don't see it happening. I think Leicester are going to top the group. Obviously, they're back in Europe. It's actually the first time in the Europa League. Last time they were in Europe, they got to Champions League. Did relatively well, but they were in Champions League. Uh, obviously, Brendan Rodgers is at the helm this time. So, we can wonder what that delivered. When Brendan Rodgers delivered Champions League football at Liverpool, we both we don't, we knew how that happened. Uh, lost to Ludogorets. Uh Basel, the group that we should have go, gone through, Real Madrid, Basel, Ludogorets, and Liverpool were knocked out. So, again, but that's the past, and this is present, and the future. And I think in the and I think Leicester are going to finish first, Braga second, Ike third, and then Zoya fourth. Group H is another cool group. I think all of these teams are going to ha- it's going to be comp- it's actually probably going to be the most competitive one. I think Celtic, Sparta Prague, AC Milan, and Lille. Milana, I think, are going to finish first. That's no doubt about it. And I think Lille are going to finish bottom. But Sparta, Prague and Celtic, I think, are going to deliver some results. They're going to try and obviously one-up each other. I think whoever win out of those two is going to finish second. But I've got to give a prediction right now, here and now, so you can hear it and witness it. And I think it's going to be Sparta, Prague, second. Group I, we've literally got Spain travelling to the other side of the Europe. Korobag, Maccabi Tel Aviv, Sivaspor, and Villarreal. So, that means that Azerbaijan, Israel, and Turkey are the destinations for Villarreal. They're going to dominate this group, I feel. I think they're going to get 6 out of 6. Korobag defeated um, Legia Warsaw, who uh, lost to Ammonia, and then lost to this team as well. So, I think it's going to be Villarreal first, Korobag second, Maccabi third, Sivaspor fourth. Then you got Tottenham's group, Group J, Tottenham, Ludogorets, Lask, Antwerp, Ludogorets return to uh, England. I think it's going to be Tottenham first, Lask second, Ludogorets third, Antwerp fourth. Group K, we've got CSKA Moscow, Dynamo Zagreb, Feyenoord and Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg are going to finish fourth, Dynamo Zagreb third, Feyenoord second, CSKA Moscow first. Russia needs to bounce back because their performances in Europe have been shocking lately, to say the least. Uh, next up, we have Group L, Ghent, with Sevenna Zvezda, or better known as Red Star Belgrade, Hoffenheim and Liberec. 
Liberec are going to finish bottom. I'm not just saying this because they knocked that up well in the most fluke and controversial way. It was a handball penalty that wasn't a handball. But moving on, the group is just too good for them. They're not going to be able to compete against the likes of Ghent, Red Star Belgrade and Hoffenheim. I think Goff is going to be Ghent and Hoffenheim and Red Star going to finish third, but just. I think Red Star are just going to finish third by one point. So yeah, that's it. This has been another installment of the Football Edge Pod. I hope you've all had an enjoyable week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at TFE Pod, Facebook, the Football Edge Pod, and get involved. Uh, thank you all for listening. Have a good one. Stay safe.